Hi friends, this week we're talking about self-esteem and I want to kind of break down self-esteem in a whole new way and give you a mindset that's going to help your self-esteem and not hurt it because there's a whole shift you got to make and I'm going to explain it to the best of my ability because there's two types of people and this is going to kind of reveal which mindset you're in and then I'm going to tell you how to flip it and then I'm going to talk about being worried about what people think of you and being worried about how people feel about you. And when you get like anxious or nervous or you feel like bad about yourself, I'm going to teach you how to flip that and give you this new mindset because the way you're going to approach things and the way you're going to think about things after this episode is going to be completely different. So let's jump into this. First thing is the two different types of mindsets. So the way I saw this the other day, like my example is there was this woman who was lost and confused at the airport and she was trying to figure out where to go. And she had a lot of bags and she was having trouble like pulling her own bags, but also trying to be on her phone and like find her Uber and like figure out where she's going. She's lost. LAX is God awful. The airport is terrible, but she was very confused and it was visible and she was frantic and panicking and kind of like, worried and just lost. And my brain's first resort was, this is someone who needs to be taken care of. This is someone who needs help. She looks like kind of like a victim. Like she could easily be taken advantage of in this situation. Like I saw someone who was vulnerable and I saw the ways I could help her and be there for her. Now that's one mindset because you're going to see how you're of use to people and you're going to see what voids you can fill and you're able to identify what needs people have. You can read a situation, you can see it, see the position that they're in and you see how you can offer yourself to help and make them feel better. When you see someone in distress or someone in a vulnerable position, how does your brain go? Do you immediately think and see what can make it better for them and how you could be there for them? Or does your mind kind of go the other way? where you see someone in a vulnerable state and you see what you could get out of it and what you could take advantage of. Because a lot of taxi drivers will take advantage of someone like that. A lot of people will go up and rob someone like that or pretend like they're helping her and then steal her suitcases. Like there's two ways that your brain is gonna instinctually kind of go. But if your first thought and the way your brain immediately sees situations is how you can benefit, how you can take advantage instead of being of use, you are never ever going to feel good about yourself or feel of use or feel like you're capable of anything. People with this type of mindset are used to having to fend for themselves and they have to look at any opportunity to meet their own needs because they're not used to people doing anything for them. It's like you fend for yourself and you figure it out or you don't get what you need. So I understand why people have this mindset, but I kind of want to take it a step further and break down like, Someone who's always trying to see what they can get is never seeing what they can give and how they can help and be there for someone. So the flip mindset of trying to take advantage, you're never going to be able to have self-esteem. You're never going to feel good about yourself if you never see how you can be of use or take up space in like a good way and offer things to people in this world. If you're only ever seeing what you can get out of things, you're never seeing what you can give. And you're never going to feel like you have self-esteem. You're never going to feel useful. You're never going to feel good about yourself or life. Like life is just going to seem like a constant fight. And the cycle is just going to continue. I felt like that example illustrated this perfectly because that's a mindset that you have to look at things a certain way. When you feel like you have enough and you're fulfilled or you're confident or you're happy and you have resources and you feel abundant in a way, your brain is going to be in a giving mindset. And how can I be of use mindset? But people who don't have that, a lot of people have to break that. And it makes full sense why people are 
the opposite and look at how they can take advantage and see what they can get out of things. Like it makes full sense, but you're going to be trapped to a life of pain and never feeling valuable if you stay in that mindset. This next portion I want to talk about is about how people see you. This is going to fall into friendships and especially relationships and partnerships, even like family, like being worried about how anyone sees you. These are just a couple of things that I want to give you new mindsets around that are going to make you feel a lot better and stop seeing how you're deficient and not good enough and unappreciated and start seeing the opposite. So you feel better. Like this is the whole thing about self-esteem. You have to see how you're of use, but there's a big thing between seeing if you're of use and not being appreciated. Like it's a mind fuck. So let me unfuck it for you. <laughs> I have a whole podcast episode about caring what people think, and I talked about in that episode, you can't stop caring what people think. You can't stop being worried about it, and you shouldn't want to. Like, it's going to help you reveal so much about yourself, and that's where I'm going to go into this deeper with self-esteem. Like, the way that you're worried people feel about you is how you actually feel about yourself sometimes. But instead of trying to not give a fuck what people think and not care what people think of you, look at it. Fully look at what are you so worried people think of you? What are you so worried they assume or how do you think that they're looking at you that's making you feel bad or not feel good? Because all of your worries are going to become very obvious as soon as you look at it. And then every single change you need to make pops right up. As soon as you look at it, figure out what you're worried about. I'm going to teach you how to go through it. So I have a couple of things that I used to feel a lot with people and I'm going to give you my new mindset that is like building my self-esteem and has built my self-esteem with these certain situations and it's going to give you new perspectives to see yourself from and just fix a lot of shit for you. So here we go. So one thing that used to bother me a lot is I convinced myself a lot of people talked to me because they felt obligated to or they would respond to me or communicate with me because they felt like they had to. They didn't feel like they had an option. That's how I was looking at it. But with every worry you have about how other people are thinking of you and feeling about you, you need to ask, is it true? So for me feeling like everyone was obligated to talk to me and that's the only reason that they were talking to me a long time ago, like I laugh now because I'm like shit, like it was so <laughs> like damaging to me to be thinking like this, but I was so trapped in it. Like I convinced myself people only talk to me because they felt obligated to, they didn't talk to me because they wanted to. And I had to question, was that true? Is there another reason people would talk to me? Is there a possibility people actually want to talk to me? Yeah, but that didn't really help that much. So I had to kind of go into it deeper and be like, why do I think everyone operates out of obligation? Why do I think that people feel like they have to talk to me and actually do it? A lot of people don't operate out of obligation, but I had a lot of experiences in my past where everybody just acted under obligation. They didn't really honor the way that they felt and what they truly wanted to do. After seeing that, I could look back at it and be like, okay, now that I can acknowledge not everyone operates out of obligation, a lot of people do, but not everyone. You can look at your case more clearly. Some people actually are talking to you just because they want to. They're responding to you, they're attentive to you because they want to be, they care. With this limiting mindset of like, kind of writing off like the good about yourself and like people wanna talk to me because they actually wanna talk to me, and just convincing yourself, oh, they feel obligated. You're never gonna feel good about yourself. And a lot of people don't have awareness that this is going on in their head. I didn't for a long time. I just thought nobody liked me. And I didn't know why. It's because I was discrediting every single thing that they did 
to me to show me that they cared about me or liked me. I was just like, oh, they feel obligated. I didn't get to sit in the appreciation of, oh, they do like me. They are texting me because they genuinely like want to know how I'm doing. They want to talk to me. They want to hang out. They don't feel obligated to like when you grow up and have experienced transactions a lot and like people only doing things for certain things and a lot of people operating out of obligation, you're going to question a lot of people's motives, but it robs you from a very big boost in self-esteem because you discredit everybody for what they're doing. Like, oh, they're just doing it because they're obligated. Stop looking for how people are showing you attention and love and writing it off. Stop looking for ways to discredit it and discount it. Look for how you can accept it and allow it in and say, okay, like I see why this person would actually want to talk to me. Like look for how they're not obligated and look for why they would want to talk to you and be attentive to you. See, that's just the first thing I wanted to bring up. Now, the second point I'm going to talk you through is a little different and it doesn't go like this way. It goes the opposite way. So I used to not feel interesting around certain people. I didn't feel like I was exciting or special or interesting to a lot of people. I used to be so like cripplingly insecure about that because I always thought I was like boring and people thought I was boring. But when you look at it, okay, there's my concern. I feel like people look at me like I'm boring. Is it true? What else is at play here? That's not that. So I looked at myself and I was like, I know what I know. I do what I do. My style is the way that it is. I can have conversations at like a very high level. I'm very, very interesting to myself. Then I looked at the people I thought, thought I was boring. Actually, they were fucking boring. That's where that came from. Like I felt like I was boring because they were boring. Boring people do not appreciate special things. Like boring people don't have the capacity to like understand and appreciate something special or something fun. Like they're boring. They probably don't even show emotion. So being around boring people, being so worried about what they thought of me, I didn't check in and see what do I think of them? Are they exciting? Am I excited by them? And the answer was no. And that's where I did a lot of cleaning out with my life and people I was around. But that mindset stuck with me. I'm not boring and neither are you. The people who make you feel boring might just actually be the boring one. Does that make sense? Like it's not being reflected to you and it doesn't mean that it's not there. It takes someone who's not boring to make you feel special and exciting and fun. So just become aware of that in your mind. If you ever feel boring around somebody, check and see if they're boring. Check and see if they're a loser because <laughs> it can make you feel like it's you because things you say might not land. They might not seem interested in conversation. They might seem to just talk about surface level shit. That's their thing. They're not even able to access where you can be exciting and share new fun things. They can't get there. So don't let that make you question if you're exciting or if you are special or if you like are fun to be around. They're the fucking boring one, okay? Let me just yell that at you a little bit because I've suffered with that for a long time. And after I like explored this, I was like, hey, I'm kind of fun. <laughs> okay, now my next example is going to be something where I needed to change something. So other people was actually right. And like what I was worried about was actually true. This is not a bad thing. Because like I said, as soon as you face what you're worried about, changes you need to make become very obvious. So one of my biggest worries and concerns was that people thought that I was weak and not emotionally controlled. So I had to look at, okay, is it true? <laughs> and it kind of was, like it kind of was. 
And I know I'm very mentally strong, but my behaviors at the time were when I lacked discipline and I kind of let my emotions run me and control me. So what I did was realize, okay, if I do want to feel more controlled and have people perceive me as controlled and not weak, I need to stop being weak. I need to stop letting my emotions run me and dictate me. Like I started implementing discipline and got a really good grip on it. I started to structure my life a little bit more and do things and give myself time constraints and force myself to show up for myself. And it made me respect myself a lot more. Cause like I said, how you think other people feel about you sometimes is how you feel about yourself. I felt weak because I was constantly dicked around by my emotions. Like I would say I was gonna do something and then wouldn't do it. So as soon as I started getting more disciplined and showing up for myself and not letting my emotions run me around and not having such big like outward displays of emotion and knowing how to like control myself in certain situations and not pop off and not freak out and cause a scene and be overly dramatic. I felt a lot more controlled because I was. It was all in my actions. And my actions that I used to make me feel stronger was getting a grip on myself. Like literally just grabbing myself and being like, get it the fuck together, you know? But that's a situation where how I felt about myself changed just by my actions of what I needed to do and how other people felt about me changed. I felt more respected. I felt like people knew I was strong. Like I knew I was strong, but it was just at certain times. It wasn't all the time. Like now I'm strong and it's obvious and people see a lot of the things that I deal with and they're like, how do you keep it together? And I'm like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> but I always do. I always find a way to figure things out. I do still get very emotional and I let myself get riled up and I let myself get sad, but I do that contained with myself and I don't show that to people who I don't want to see it. I do let certain people see it. I do talk to people in my life and they know I'm still strong, even though I'm expressing the times that I feel weak because they know and they see, I always flip it, I always fix it. I always get up and do something and move and change my situation. Like I'll sit here and vent and bitch about what I'm dealing with, but everybody knows I'm gonna fix it, I'm gonna handle it. And that's where you can still be emotional and not be seen as weak. Like you're complaining about your situation, and then you have a track record of showing. You complain and then you change. You don't sit here and just complain and do nothing and keep complaining. That's a weak person. That's who someone's gonna look at as weak. That's who someone is not gonna think is emotionally controlled. Like you're just over here just whining. For what? <laughs> Whine to get a solution. Complain to invent to like get it all out there and then see what you could do. Like get the emotion out of you and then get clear on what you need to do. Because after you vent it out most times, you're like, okay, yeah, I know what I need to do. And now I'm not so upset, so let's go do it. But the other thing I was so worried about was people thinking I was dramatic. That was something I had to learn how to communicate the way that I felt so people understood. When I have an emotional reaction to something, if it seems misplaced or if it seems bigger than it should be, I'm aware because I go into myself and see why things bother me that it's never an overreaction. There's a lot more things going on in me and 
people who are looking at my reaction and me experiencing the reaction are in two different realities. I had to learn how to communicate what I was feeling, what this was reminding me of, and what this certain thing meant to me and why it hurt me so that they understood. Then they could get into my perspective, see why it bothered me, and be understanding and not be like, oh, you're being dramatic. That's a really big thing with learning how to communicate. And a lot of people are hung up about oh, I don't wanna be vulnerable, I don't wanna share these things, but communicating is giving people insight into you. And it takes a lot of strength to be able to communicate that and to be vulnerable. And giving people a clear reality of what you're dealing with makes them see you stronger. Cause they might see a little situation and be like, oh, it's easy as this, like done. But they see you dealing with a lot more and still handling it. You don't get looked at as weak when you communicate more. You get looked at as strong. It's the weirdest, Thing, but like I used to be so worried about it. Now I communicate freely and openly, even if I look like weak in the moment or like, I don't even say the weak. Like if I let people know something bothers me, it's not weak at all. Like it makes you look a lot stronger because they're aware this thing bothered you and they see you keep going versus they assume nothing's bothering you and see you keep going. They, they don't realize what you're overcoming and what you're dealing with. So it's okay to share those things. And that's what helped me a lot with being worried that people saw me as like dramatic in the past. Like I had to understand first what's going on is not just on the surface and being able to communicate that made them see the same thing. So there's two ways you can kind of hit that one. I do need to take a quick second and talk about today's sponsor, which is Vessi. And Vessi is basically a weatherproof shoe company and they also sell other accessories, but they sell shoes that can withstand the elements. So if you're doing anything outdoorsy and you don't want your feet getting wet or you don't want like other shoes you have getting ruined because they can't get wet, they'd be falling apart. <laughs> so if you're going to the beach, Vessi has you covered. You can get their shoes fully in the water, like a little water shoe, but it doesn't look like one. It looks like a full sneaker. If you're gonna go hiking, they're good for that. Or if it's just raining outside and you want a good shoe that you know is gonna keep your feet dry and can get wet, but like not ruin the vibe because their shoes are cute. And they have a lot of accessories too, like the gloves. I talk about them a lot, but I use them more than I thought I would. So like if you have stuff that you don't wanna touch, that's like gross. <laughs> or like if you're cleaning certain things, their gloves are really good for making a little barrier for you. And they're really good quality because like mine haven't ripped and I'd be using them and I wash them and they're still doing great. And Vessi is doing pretty good deals right now because it's getting close to Christmas. So you can go to Vessi.com slash aware. That's V-E-S-S-I.com slash aware and enjoy exclusive discounts during Vessi's biggest sale of the year. Now back to the podcast. Now the next thing <laughs> I want to talk about is something I still kind of deal with to this day but I'm gonna teach you how to flip your mindset around it and not have it wreck your self-esteem. So I literally wrote down on my notes being worried that people think that I'm lost, confused, and unstable. I used to have a really big worry about people perceiving me this way and not seeming stable to people and not seeming like I have my shit together. Like for people to think that I was lost and confused, I let that kind of like hurt me and I felt like people were judging me. I didn't want anyone to see that, but I had to look at, is that really a bad thing? Because the way my life is, this is fucking expected. It's very expected for me to feel unstable, confused, and lost a lot because every single day I wake up with the career that I've chosen, everything's different, everything changes. You guys have seen my life flip upside down so many times. I've moved 
like four times in the past two years, not even like year and a half. I've moved four times. Where can you look at someone who's doing this much and improving their life this much and look at them and be like, your whole reality is constantly breaking. You're constantly achieving new things and moving to new places and experiencing new things and expect them to have a stable air about them. I am very stable and grounded in who I am, but like my life and my environment is what I feel is very unstable. Like what I'm doing constantly is changing. And I was sitting here worried that people thought because the way my life is that I was unstable. That's not the truth. I'm very stable. I'm very clear headed and clear minded. I adapt and do everything I need to do. But for my life to be unstable and look unstable and my apartment is not fully furnished and like I'm still working on shit with my life, that isn't all that people see. Like they see that you're stable in who you are and they see that you're handling all of this uncertainty and instability because you are stable enough to handle it. Like in you, in yourself, you are stable. Your environment in your life is not. So me having to kind of like face that made me feel a lot better because it's not a bad thing. And it's not that my life reflects me. Like what I'm dealing with, what my circumstances look like, constantly changing. I'm not. Like I'm growing and developing, yes, but like I am not my life and my external situation, if that makes sense. Like I thought people only saw my life and what was going on, not me. All of you see me and you see me very stable and grounded and strong, even though my whole life is constantly changing and moving and flipping. And that really put my mind to rest when I realized that's not all people see is just how your life looks. Like they see you. Okay, my last point I want to hit on is worrying that other people do not find you attractive. And that is a big one. So buckle in. <laughs> so if you are automatically thinking and like your brain kind of assumes people don't think you're attractive, there's a couple things you can kind of check first before you start attacking yourself and trying to change yourself. What is making you think that you're not attractive to them? not in general, to them. Because someone could be a completely different vibe from you. They could be a whole different type of lifestyle, type of look, like a grungy vibe, or like a very clean, like Sophia Richie, like pretty put together vibe. I'm over here like gold, tattoos, all black, mobster from the 80s in Miami vibe. Like that's my vibe. But like there are certain types of people who are not gonna like me. The clean, pretty aesthetic, and like these little frat boys, these type of people would never think I'm like attractive. They might think, oh, okay, he's cute. Like he's decent looking, but like they wouldn't be attractive to like want me, if that makes sense. Like some people are just nice to look at because they're not your vibe at all. Like they're cute, they're attractive, but you wouldn't bring them like in your life. Like you don't mesh, you're not compatible. So I just wanted to point that out. People might not be moving in on you because they think you're not compatible. It's like these little frat boys with the goth girlfriends. It actually works. <laughs> like It's funny when it does work, but like a frat boy who likes a goth girl might be like, oh, I don't feel like she thinks I'm attractive because I don't look like her. I don't look like her vibe. I don't fit that. But she still very much could be attracted to him. And a lot of people are attracted to like the opposite. So that's the first thing to kind of check. Do you not feel attractive because you don't aesthetically look like someone else's vibe? That's the first thing to question. And like I said, before you go changing stuff, you need to see, is this person's vibe yours? Like, 
for you to go change the way that you look and the way that you present, like the frat boy trying to date the goth girl, does he need to go try and be goth now? No. <laughs> and does the goth girl need to go be more like pretty and put together and try and like fit that little Sophia Richie like aesthetic? No. What they like about each other is the differences. They like that it's different. So that's something else to get is someone might be attracted to you because you're not their vibe and they like your vibe. So if you automatically get insecure and worried and it hurts your self-esteem, so you go trying to change yourself to be more their vibe, they might lose attraction to you because you're not your original vibe, you see? <laughs> but that's why it's so important to get your own aesthetic and find out what you like and how you wanna present and stay grounded in that. Like sure, it's gonna change and ebb and flow, but my look, my aesthetic is me. Like it, there's, it's not gonna change much. Like certain little things will change. Like I'll get a new decoration or like I'll get a new like piece of clothing. But my whole entire vibe and aesthetic is mine. And that's where sometimes you might feel like your vibe is not attractive. That's where I'm saying ask why. What vibe do you feel like thinks your vibe is not cute? And is that even true? Because if for me, to meet someone who's my exact vibe. I know I'm gonna be cute to him. I know I'm, we're gonna like each other. Like it's duh, we're the same vibe, so you're confident in that. But what I really wanted to bring up is just because you think someone's not into you and your vibe doesn't mean that's the truth. Like some people like the flip and the contrast and they like it to look different and they like that their partner is different. That's what makes them attracted to you. So your brain's trained a little to see, I'm not attractive to this person because of this. Explore the opposite. But now I wanna talk about changing like the way you look and your appearance to try and look more attractive for someone. Always check in with yourself. Do you actually like it? Like for you to change your style for someone, that's a transaction. Like, okay, I'm gonna do these things and change these things, dye my hair, change my body, whatever I'm gonna do with the hope and the attachment of I'm gonna get approval and love and feel attractive to you. If you change all these things about yourself and don't get the desired outcome, you will hate yourself. You will turn against everything you just changed and hate it because it didn't get you what you subconsciously were hoping for. So you're gonna resent it. So like if you change your vibe to try and be appealing to somebody else and they still don't find you appealing or it doesn't make them want you more, that's a disaster waiting to happen. That's why I say change what you wanna change for yourself, look at, Am I changing this thing because I want them to like me more? Or am I changing this thing because I wanna like me more and I'll feel better if I look like this? But also question, why would you feel better? Would, is it like Loki because you think they're gonna like you more? Or is it because you feel like it's a new confident way of being for you and that's how you wanna look and you wanna be? Is that the vibe you want? It's about you. Because people are very attracted to someone being the most them they can be. And it shows a lot of confidence and so like solid like reassurance and like, what's it called? Like stability and assurance and like appreciation for yourself. Cause like, had y'all seen me get with somebody and then try and change my vibe to like a clean boy aesthetic. Y'all be like, what the hell? <laughs> like I have the clean boy aesthetic ish. Like I'm, I'm kept, I look kept, but I still got that like edge, but it gives very uncertain and unshaky. And when you get with someone and they immediately try and like, take on your vibe, it gives very insecure. It gives not cute. For someone to just be who they are and own that shit, that's hot. Like it doesn't matter the vibe. Like I said, like the goth girl, like if she gets with these people and tries to start dressing different, 
It's going to be like, oh, you insecure, ain't it? <laughs> That's when people are actually going to think you are less attractive is when you try to be more attractive for them, not for yourself. I think I nailed that last little point down. But I do want to say about self-esteem, when you start going into everything and realizing the things that you want to change, the moment you become aware of the way you want to present and how you want to be and how you want to feel about yourself, the moment that you start taking those steps is when all the self-esteem pours in. You're going to feel it immediately. Like once you recognize, okay, these are the changes I want to make and you start doing them, you start lending your energy toward that, that's when you start to respect yourself more and care about yourself more and take yourself more serious and appreciate yourself. And all the self-esteem, like I said, just pours in. It's in the actions. And sometimes it's not even the actions. Sometimes the self-esteem can pour in by taking on a new perspective. Like a couple of things that I shared and the different ways that I broke them down, just seeing a new perspective of yourself and seeing if it's true how other people see you or not. Like with me not feeling interesting. Just taking on that new perspective and understanding that they're fucking boring, not me. Self-esteem is going to pour right in. But the same thing comes from the actions. So all the self-esteem is just sitting there waiting for you. But you have to get clear on what you're worried about people think of you that's hurting your self-esteem. And you'll see what you need to change. And then you put your ass behind it and you're going to feel real good. <laughs> and the biggest reason I call this the self-esteem mindset is because you're looking for ways and doing things to stop damaging your self-esteem. Like you're looking for the thoughts that are damaging it and you're looking for the actions that are damaging it and making you feel bad about yourself and you're flipping them. This is the new mindset you need for self-esteem. It's always there and accessible to you. It's just how you're gonna achieve it and access it. How are you gonna access that increased self-esteem? It's either a new perspective or it's an action. So get started. There are still some tickets left to my tour happening in January of 2024. If you want a ticket, I'll put the link in the description. A couple of the shows have already sold out, but we added two more. One more in San Diego and one more in Phoenix. And for everybody who's pissed off that I'm not coming to your city yet, this is just the first leg of the tour in 2024. Like we're going to plan our next locations after the first round. So there's a lot more places coming. So don't stress. I'm going to come everywhere and hug everybody, okay? You'll get your chance. But that is all I've got for this week's episode about your new self-esteem mindset. If you enjoyed this video, leave it a thumbs up. And if you're here on YouTube and you're new, subscribe, damn it. I put out all kinds of videos like this that's going to help you a whole bunch. <laughs> if you're listening to the audio version on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you know the drill, babe. Five stars for increased self-esteem. Trust, as soon as you hit the five-star button and submit it, you're going to feel better about yourself. Promise. <laughs> I will leave the link in the description to all of my social media, also with tour tickets, like I said. My app, my merch, which is going away very soon. It might go away like in a couple of days after this video is posted. But a relaunch and like a rebrand is coming in December. So don't stress. More stuff's coming and it's so much better. But links to everything you need from me will be down below. Don't forget to add me on Snapchat. I'll be doing like daily vlogs or like daily type stuff on there. But that's just Leo Skeppy. Like I said in the description, everything you need. Everybody, be safe. Take care of yourself, and I will talk to you guys next Sunday.